So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast and Disney Plus has decided to bring out another Star Wars show. This time with a classic character that is Obi-Wan, Ben, Ben Kenobi. This is one of the series that really does take place after the, I guess, first trilogy. What happened to Obi-Wan? Like, why is he just in the mountains or caves looking down on Luke Skywalker? And that's really what I thought the show was supposed to focus on. But then it starts bringing in some other characters. Talks about the Organas as well. Talk about the first two episodes, which is what's been released on Disney+. Jay, who is a Star Wars fan. Did you dress up as Ben Kenobi? <laughs> no, I did not. No. So, all right. No. But how did you feel about the first two episodes? I liked it. I actually liked it. The mind state of Obi-Wan after Revenge of the Sith. Big missing part. Like, if you don't read the novels or comics or whatever, then you don't really know. A casual Star Wars fan, you just wouldn't know. You see that that whole situation still haunts him. Yeah, like even ten years later, he even said it in the show that he's a shell of his former self. He's not the same person, and you could tell too. He just looks like all hope is lost. So downtrodden, man. sad, and not even that. It just seemed like he was just in a, a monotonous routine of just doing the same shit over and over. Yeah, again. so yeah, I think I like that part. That that, that was a cool. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it was good, but the damn, show man, just kind of starts off with. Obi-Wan just being a day laborer, more or less. He's working in a meat factory. Great Jedi a few years ago, and then all he is is just doing a daily grind, and he just kind of called back for one more mission. He liked it. I liked it as well. You need to see what he was going through, and you could tell, like I said, it, it haunts him. Still haunts him. I don't want to say coward, but you understand his reasoning. Well, you saw, like, younglings get slaughtered by his homeboy. Yeah, I mean, not, his not that. <laughs> I mean, that too, but his main mission was to make sure that Luke was fine. But he was just beat down, man. Just felt so sorry for him. He got called back to action because there were some Inquisitors that were basically looking for Jedi on Tatooine. They're looking for Jedi. I think it was there was a Jedi there, and he... Yeah, he was asking for help. And it's like, hey, like, can you help me? He's like, no, nah, dude. I'm going to say let him die, but he was just told him, like, look, Jedi are done. Just bury yeah, your life, bury your lightsaber, and just move on with just your live life. Live a quiet life. And- I don't think he let him die, but he kind of did. Keith, you understand the reason why he had a bigger mission. I mean, I get it, but then at the same time, it's like, damn, man. Genuinely felt sorry for him. Leia got kidnapped. Let's be real. Leia was annoying as fuck. Well, first of all, Keith and I were talking about this. At this point in time, Leia's still a little child, nine, ten. Yeah, and if someone cannot catch a nine-year-old, I mean, this should be like a lion hunting a rabbit. All right, at this point, like you just run down this little kid, pick him up, but Leia's like riding, like, years old. running through, running through the woods, outsmarting adults that are clearly faster than her. The little girl is playing Leia; her legs ain't long enough. <laughs> yeah, her stubby little legs—that was the first thing. I'm like, well, how are y'all not catching his little little stubby legs? Mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't even running fast. And then she did a little action scene, sliding down a little yeah, hill. Yeah, sliding down a hill, yeah. A little molehill and shit. But again, this is not lions hunting gazelles. Gazelles are fast. This is a lion hunting a rabbit. 
there's a sloth in a mud patch. Like she was just what he moving. And she's like, did it twice, two different episodes. <laughs> right. right. Like no, oh, that was crazy too. She annoyed. Yeah, her. I think Disney's obsession with anything that has to do with princesses is letting down about this part of the show. And an inquisitor, that one inquisitor. Go ahead, James. Yeah, so that that was annoying me. If you don't shut your little ass up, come on, man. Like you're doing stupid shit. But yet they want to make her so strong. So I mean, I get it. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that up. Now. They write children in a certain fashion to make children equal to adults. And that's and not, then yeah. what happens in this episode? It was like, oh, I'm a kid now. You sitting there outsmarting everybody. Talking down to people, basically. That was the only thing that I didn't like. I actually liked the Inquisitor. I got an idea of her backstory, which I thought was actually pretty cool. She was kind of badass, but then at the same time, it was like, mm. come on, man. Like, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, all right. Well, well, since we have several people moaning, Matt, go ahead. Well, I'm going to see how we're going to do this in phases. But uh, the show overall, I think, is needed especially given that there's such a big gap between the movies and to understand the big overall mission that he has to endure while trying to keep quiet. Uh, I like that. The one thing I'm liking about these series is that they're starting to bring in all these characters from the animated shows because the animated shows, believe it or not, have such depth of characters and people that are outside of the, the legacy characters that bring so much more to it. Although... This, I guess, Reva, I believe is her name. Yeah, Reva, Reva. Reva, whatever her name is. I mean, there's all these theories on who she is and that you saw her in the beginning of the episode and all that stuff, but nothing's actually confirmed. But her acting is horrible. Yes. Yes. Her acting is horrible. I'm just like, why did we pick her? And Actress is good. She's just bad. I agree with that, but I like... She's horrible. I like her. I like... like Yes. The character of what it could be, but I agree, her acting isn't up to snuff. She's terrible. She's like the angry woman. And I think it was that one scene in the second show where she's like, Obi Wan. Yeah, and her stunt work was horrible. Like, whoever did her parkour stunts and and designed that shit, he -hmm. had to get punched in the throat. I don't know where that shit came from. What sucked was that at the very beginning of the damn show, you had that one female Jedi whipping ass. Basically, I mean, yeah. she caught three in the chest, but she was still handling shit. I'm like, doing I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Doing episode doing three it. style lightsaber work. I'm like, yes. Which is what I'm loving. I'm yeah. like, this, this is what I'm here for. Fast lightsaber work. Yo. Like, <laughs> go, go ahead, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. How the hell did she kill the Grand Inquisitor? I mean, from my understanding, the Grand Inquisitor is the head honcho. Of them all. That's like Darth Vader getting killed by the highest stormtrooper. And even then, I guess the question is like, hey, is this canon? Because Grand Inquisitor is still alive five, ten years afterwards. So rumors are that he's the first Grand Inquisitor and that there's another one or he's cloned. And I'm just like, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just going down a rabbit hole. So I, I don't understand why they killed when they did. Uh, I don't know. It's just maybe this just ties into whole Marvel and Disney thing where they have these villains that they just kill too soon without giving any depth to it. That's how come I'm a little worried about Thor Love and Thunder because I watched the Gore God Butcher 
storyline. I'm like, dude, how are they going to fill that all in one movie without going in a tangent? I'm just a, I don't like Reva's character. I don't like her acting. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. He just created for the show. Yes. Yeah. Now yes. they're following the Halo universe. I'm out. I'm oh out. no, 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 no. Let's not bring that into being. Let's just <laughs> the made-up character portion. All right. No, no. Well, all right. Well, 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 let's go to Keith. So, Keith, how do you feel about? My expectations were lowered a bit. I like everything that I'm seeing with the exception of the villain. I even like Pee Wee Leia. I see where they're going with her because every once in a while, she acts like a spoiled brat and a kid running around, but you can see where her areas in the force lie, where it's just kind of instinctual. She just knows people and understands how they think and react. So I can see why the actress was chosen because she handled those scenes well. That's as far as I'm going to defend the little girl. You can force fly and force slide. I'll cut her some slack, and I'm hopeful that her character will pick up and everything. Loving what I'm seeing with Ewan McGregor. like that he's not used his lightsaber once, that he's using other forms of martial arts, uh, Jedi arts and and stuff. Barely using his force powers. That kind of downtrodden look that he's got, trying to give Luke some stuff to prep him for training. Because that was the one question everybody had, like, why the hell wasn't Obi-Wan training Luke when he was on Tatooine? And right from the get-go, Uncle Owen don't want anything to do with that shit. And he was throwing the low blows out there, too, to keep him away. The way Owen stood up to the Inquisitors, he's not a slouch. He wasn't someone who wasn't going to um, nephew come to harm. So it answered a lot of little questions that you had, some of the gaps between episode three and episode four. I like the combat, at least from everyone but that Inquisitor Reva chick. Like, <laughs> she is just not working at all. I wish they had to kill her character off that second episode. That she is not working out at all. And I already can see the arc that's going on they're going to do with her. She's going to meet up with Obi-Wan, see the light or whatever, and then she's going to do something badass thing. I'm almost willing to bet she's going to get taken out by Vader. But I'm pretty sure she's going to say something stupid and that's going to make me roll my eyes about it like when she does. She'll it, sacrifice herself. That's yeah. her arc. I am Reva, and then she's going to snap her fingers. But yeah. primarily, my biggest problem is going to be with the director. Purely the director's fault. Like, they're using the wrong music. Why aren't they using the original Star Wars score? Why did they reinvent the wheel? I think they're trying to go away from that. To get back to it, all right? John Williams (laughs) is where it's at. You own the rights to it. Why the hell would you shelve greatness? It makes no sense. I don't think the director is good enough to pull off what they're trying to pull off here. The pacing was off angles the wrong attitude like that action scene where yeah, they were that, running that rooftop, across the rooftops that rooftop that thing. was yeah. terrible. Terrible. that was rough that was like that was, maybe that one that was in the Boba Fett the book Boba of Boba Fett, Fett, yeah, when they were in, uh, yeah that one was also bad on paper and in the script it sounds like it would have been an amazing scene they should have just cut it cut the whole episode short how big is the city of like five square miles no it's not even a city like, it's like a district is <laughs> on top of the rooftop, just searching. Just per- you know, it reminds it me just of that perched. city Falcon and Winter Soldier, the one that Wolverine was in. Was it Madrigal? Madrigal, yeah. Madrigal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Looked like they were in one little district. Obi Wan's on the ground. You've got a whole squad of bounty hunters going. You cut to the scene. Obi Wan, doing McGregor's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Those scenes were fine. Even the scenes with Leia running around, that, dipping and dodging, they were fine. You cut to the Inquisitor, and she is supposed to be our Darth Vader. And she is running across, doing the lamest parkour moves I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Belly flops onto a goddamn drain pipe 
and flies out. I'm like, you don't force drop down hand like a badass and get to it. Scarlett Johansson would have done a better um, action scene. Black yeah. Widow would have done it better. So I was not impressed. And you know then what? she guts the Inquisitor. I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm checking out. I thought I was the only one that picked up. Like, why did she even have to do that type of jump just to get to a ledge that she could have just could reached? Have. She could have just did a yeah. double perio flip, triple axle down to the ground and been fine. Like instead, she's belly flopping across the thing, damn like wet noodle. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Optimistic, like what I see so far, but she's the weakest link so far. So we're gonna go to the man that just want to let you know, this just ain't trapping. This is crack hop. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike's always outside when the street's hot. All right, uh-huh. Big Mike, how do you feel about Obi Wan? All right. So, all right. Well, first, I will say I did like it. Y'all kind of already touched on a lot of it. I was extremely annoyed with a couple of things. If we start with the positives, the recap got me excited. Just recapping the whole Star Wars trilogy leading up to that point. I thought it was fabulously done. I even told Bebo, I was like, yo, don't skip the recap. I said it was actually done really, really well. Um, and then the first opening scene when it was Order 66, I was like, okay, I'm kind of hyped already because I was like, that's a hell of a way to start this off and to get things going. Just to remind everybody, yo, this is what Obi-Wan watched happen and everything that he lost. And at the end of the day, you've got to know that he has a sense of failure and that Qui-Gon told him to train the boy. He was supposed to train Anakin. He was supposed to be the one to bring the balance, and it didn't happen like that. So I know his boy killed the youngling, Joe. He saw that joint on the yep. <laughs> Yeah. So you know Obi-Wan's dealing with a whole bunch of shit. And then on top of all that, basically the Jedi are no more. So I'm hyped. I'm ready. Let's go. Episode starts. I was fine with everything. As much as I try to champion black people. To look up this actress, I was like, who is she and why was she cast? Because I haven't seen her before. That doesn't mean she's not good, but like you all already said, she is not good in this role. I rarely get annoyed with people. It's like she's in a fan fiction. Everybody else is in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It, I was sitting there going, she's overacting so much. Why is this even on screen? Obi-Wan. I fail to believe. She doesn't feel like she was the best option for this at all. And I don't understand why. And then, like you said, they made the character up, which we already know. Disney's whole representation thing. So anything like this, of course, I look at our automatic go, that's Kennedy. We already know who it is. We already know why. But this ain't working. It's just it's <laughs> like fucking red. It's not working. I don't know why you keep trying to push the envelope when you don't know what the hell you're doing. And it's not because the character couldn't have been effective or done right. right. It's because you all are being lazy and you're just not fucking doing things correctly. Great. If she's supposed to be the villain for this, and I want to say we're like eight or nine episodes, which at the end of the day, I should already know. The second you introduce Vader, she's gone. She means nothing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, she you go. Like she don't need and, to last. Like Vader episode. and or Sidious, like you were just nothing. You're nothing at the point. Yeah, you're an afterthought. Like who are you? Why are you here? Nobody cares about you at all. You weren't invited to the party. What you said, Mike, was exactly what I was trying to get across. I like the character because I see the potential in the character. I see what it could be, but I agree with everyone else. The acting was horrible. She was doing a little bit too much. And it's like she was trying so hard to be hard. It's like, relax. But I understand if this is true, her backstory has a hard on for Obi-Wan. Really, what they should have done 
is Gump the Force Unleashed, like Star Killer joint, like where, where basically Vader has a apprentice. Them showing Obi Wan where he's kind of at mentally, like he said. I shook my head when Owen hit him with the line about discusses. I got to train the boy. He's like, yeah, how that work out with his father? I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we really hitting below the belt like that? <laughs> and it's drawn off to like, what you going to say? Nothing, because you know I ain't lying. Second episode, Leia was getting to be real annoying. After a while, where it's just like, look, you're still a fucking kid. I get it. But at some point, like an adult tell you, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Why are y'all trying to hammer this point home? Leia's an established character. We know that. She's not some little faint person who right, doesn't right. know how to do anything. That's already been established. So you don't have to force the issue so much with her as, oh, she was doing this as a child. Okay. I mean, she's a kid. I'm sure she was rebellious at some point. And she wasn't all on, I want to be a princess. That's fine. You can do that. But you don't have to over-exaggerate this shit the way that they're doing it. To the point where it's just like... <laughs> Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. Like, after a while, it started to feel like, this is what I came away from it. You can tell that Favreau and Filoni didn't have a lot to do with this. Whether it needs to be said or not, like you can watch this and then watch everything else and tell there's a stark difference between the two. Mm-hmm. And it's showing. And the fact that the director said there and let her main villain character act the way that she acted and you let that go. And then on top of that, my biggest gripe was like Matt said, you killed the Grand Inquisitor. I thought this was a Marvel issue at first where, okay, we take bad guys, we get rid of them soon. And now I'm seeing it's happening in Star Wars where I'm like, no, this is a Disney issue. And it doesn't make any sense. Why are you getting rid of people so fast? Cad Bane should not have got killed at the end of Boba Fett. He could have lived. He could have locked him up, did something or whatever. There was no reason why he had to die or supposedly die. There's no reason why the Grand Inquisitor had to die. There was a way for her to still double cross him and still do what she wanted to do. Uh Like Vader could have called him back. And he could just been gone for the next couple episodes. And then if he's the Grand Inquisitor and the leader of the clique, how was she able to kill him that easily? This goes back to what I said about my issue about that fucking third one. How the hell is Ray killing Palpatine when Yoda couldn't even get the fucking job done? He's one of the greatest motherfuckers ever. It makes <laughs> no sense. And I'm just like, these little things are getting irritated. The only saving grace for episode two was the final fucking shot. I thought that shit was great. She said, oh, you didn't know? Your boy ain't dead. And then all of a sudden they showed it. I was like, yo, okay. this is the Vader shit that people don't want to see. Kiva, I all have got was, issues with that. I got issues. No, I was just going to say, because the only, okay. other than Anakin and the first trilogy, the only real side of Vader outside of the match you got was returning to that when he's all old and about to die. And I was uh, like, it probably shit. Like, back, we, yeah. yeah, like we never really got to see Anakin damaged and all that and how he's functioning and doing all that is very like I thought that was cool. And the fact that they showed him now, I'm like, all right, well hopefully it ain't gonna be like when they say he's gonna be in the series, I'm like, is it gonna be one of them things where he shows up in the last episode and everything just happens, or is he really gonna be throughout the series? And now I got a feeling like, okay, we're probably gonna get him going forward, which got me excited. This felt like Star Wars for the first time in a long time. I have three issues. One is Leia, which she already addressed. The Inquisitor, she needs to go. Okay, if you replace her mid-season, she needs to go. She is not a good actress. I don't ever want to see her in anything moving forward. Because you are not in Star Wars at this point. Reciting lines from the script. Someone's telling you to do this and do that. And it's not connecting. I don't connect with you. I don't want to see you again. 
And I hope your career is okay, but I don't want to see you in Star Wars. My next issue is just that from The Mandalorian, it became protecting a child. So it becomes an escort mission. And you're doing the same thing with Obi-Wan. It won't be that long for The Mandalorian and the last season of The Mandalorian escorting a child. That's my main issue with that. Like, I'm fine with the Obi-Wan in grief. That should happen. Like, again, dude saw his boy. He believed. He believed in the, the power of the force. He believed in the Anakin Skywalker would be the one. The one to bring balance to the force. And you left him in chaos. <laughs> and I hate you! Like, <laughs> uh, I got to see that again. That was good to see that. But I just don't like the escort mission. So hopefully that gets wrapped up, maybe. But I had to ask Keith, like, hold on. Like, did Leia know Obi-Wan? Because he told her his name was Ben, not Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. She said his name was Ben. So when Shressa knows, like, Obi-Wan, Kenobi, so two different people. But we don't know how this is going to go later on in the season. If they do that, it's like, y'all didn't pay attention to the source material. Force wipe or memory or something? I don't know. Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> but go ahead, Keith. What, what point um, were you about to make? So, Anakin Skywalker being Darth Vader was a secret. Only a handful of people okay. knew Okay. Go ahead. Only a handful of people knew that shit. Anakin Skywalker was the hero of the Old Republic. On billboards, on walls, he was the shining golden hero and stuff. And it was supposed to be that he died during the Jedi Rebellion, killed by the Jedi. But Darth Vader was the one who was who killed him. Who was the Emperor's that was Chancellor Palpatine's ace, mm-hmm. but the Emperor's right hand man at the time looked normal and human from what they saw. But then when they saw him again, Darth Vader was his menacing beast. But from all the stuff I read about and heard about, Darth Vader and Anna, no one knew Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. You're like right. They they all they only knew that Darth Vader came from nowhere and just saw killing everybody. Yeah. No, you're right. Not to be fucked with. No, you're right. Because I was thinking the same exact thing. I was like, so she knows that Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought, excuse me, I thought no one knew that. She could just say George Lucas tried to hold that as a secret. (laughs) Yeah. Just was not common on. She acted like, oh, yeah, guess what? Anakin Skywalker, he's now alive. And now Darth Vader, after you killed him, left him to die. Like, Mm -hmm. who told you this? Darth Vader? Vader not gonna sit there and tell you about how he got cut because he, he announces Anakin. So why would he even bring it up? If someone who's a true Star Wars or been an issue, they would have known that it doesn't make sense story wise. Like I mean, Kathleen Kennedy, I'll give her a pass because about the money and about the filmmaking, not about the lore and about all that other stuff. She's trying to make movies. Like she's trying to make movies and content. She's not trying to hold true to the. Continuity. What's that? Exactly. The continuity of things. But your directors should know this shit. Like your mm-hmm. writers should know this shit. That rubbed me the wrong way for whatever reason. As it should. So I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same exact thing. It's like, come on now. One, he would never say, hey, guess what? I was Anakin. The thing about it, Ahsoka didn't even know that Darth Vader was Anakin until. Right. So come on. Right. Hey, are you a puny little inquisitor? But you know how they could have fixed that? All that she had to say, Vader wants. Obi Wan knows that he's Vader. He knows that. That's all you had to say. You didn't have to mention well, yeah. Anakin at all. 
Exactly. Because he's like, oh, yeah, he's alive. He didn't know Darth Vader was alive and running around because he was on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So all she had to say was, like, Vader. Like, and right. they'd be like, oh, yeah. He's that's alive? Like that. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to mention Anakin. You didn't have to say his name. Obi-Wan would have knew exactly who you were talking about. And that's another thing they didn't play up. They didn't play up the fact that Obi-Wan assumed that everyone thought he was dead. Like, the only person who knew that he was alive was Vader knew he was alive because he survived Mustafa. As far as the Emperor knew, all the Jedi were dead. The majority of them. It was majority, the majority, right. the majority were dead. Yeah. You know, as far as he knew, Obi-Wan wasn't around, and Obi-Wan was... He'd already and, beaten Yoda, so he's not worried about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, and another problem I kind of had, I guess it just depends because it is a very large galaxy. But obviously the Jedi's were influential. And mm-hmm. I would assume people would know who Yoda is and who Obi-Wan would be. <laughs> At least well, they, well, yeah, they would know well, who Yoda was. Not they would know who Yoda Obi-Wan. was and they would probably know who Mace was because those were the two heads at the time. Obi-Wan was a, a hero, but the thing is, he was probably like underneath him. But you also got to remember, he went to the Outer Rim. I think Tatooine is in the Outer Rim. Yeah, Tatooine's in the Outer Rim. It'll get to them, but not as detailed it would be if it was like near Coruscant. But yeah, that was a flaw in this. And like I said, there were flaws in this series. But I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it for one simple reason. You and motherfucking McGregor. Yes. Yeah, he jumped right back into this. Uh, he spot on. Like He was spot on. Didn't miss a beat. Like Kevin Conroy's Batman. Always be tied to that. I think the show will be fine, but I just don't like certain things they're doing. Like I think we're all on the same page. The whole Reverend character, I like the character because I see the potential and where it could go. But the way they starting off with the actress, like I didn't like the damn parkour either. It was unnecessary. If the character has the backstory that people are claiming it will make sense on why she wants Obi-Wan so bad. I would just say, I want her dead. You already called it. I already see what's going to happen. I see the writing on the wall. She's going to basically... going to redeem her, and she's going to do something noble to save the Jedi. Right. That's what's going to happen. You know what it is? It's going to be Jedi Fallen Order. And I had my issues, but I did like it. I will say that. Yeah. And as That's I said, I it does feel like Star Wars. <laughs> Right. And I think between that and the Mandalorian, if you skip Boba Fett, please. Oh, man. Boba Fett. I, I mean, Boba Fett was so bad that we did not do a, a podcast. <laughs> to end it off, yeah. Getting another season? I didn't hear any announcement at Celebration. You're getting no. Cassie and Andor. That's what you're getting. Jay, what score would you give the first two episodes of Obi-Wan? I'll give between a 6, 5, and a 7. And the only reason why I give it a 6, 5 is because one missteps that we already discussed with uh, you know with uh name dropping Anakin, Rebel killing the Grand Inquisitor, so and yeah, then, I went into the archives. And then Leia. But these things could be fixed easily if one they somehow decrease her role. Two, well, well, hold on. I don't know about the Grand Inquisitor shit. I don't think that could be fixed. I hope they don't do like what Matt was saying, like a clone. I'm like. No, no. Only way this could work is if somehow, some way, he survived that lightsaber, which I doubt, because he got impaled. Yeah, they have some force balls, so you should have known something was up. <laughs> he, like, he, he couldn't read her? He on top of that, if, if he couldn't even read her, he's been treating her like trash. <laughs> so like, like, Sergeant Guard drew your lightsaber and killed her. 
And she's like, oh, Obi-Wan, I'm going to get you. Like, what makes her think that she's good enough to be Obi-Wan? Well, she could probably get Obi-Wan right now, but she wouldn't be able to touch Obi-Wan if he was 10 years ago Obi-Wan. It wouldn't even be a fucking thing. But you know what? Maybe I'm speaking too soon. Maybe he still got his shit. He keeps it hidden. Watched uh, Star Wars Rebels. I saw the end of Darth Maul. Yeah. And that was a badass little scene. The arrogance of a Sith, man. That's the arrogance of a Sith. That's but the, thing, all, the Inquisitors aren't supposed to be Sith. They're, they're, they're Jedi. They're Inquisitors. Sith. They're, I don't know. Let me. I'm gonna stop. Uh, but yeah, yeah, six five. Yeah. What score would you give, Keith? Despite my griping on it, I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm hoping it improves. Uh, I can always see it going off the rails if they shift focus away from Obi Wan to this new chick, Reva. I'm hoping that we'll get a interesting little moment where Vader steps into the mix and just starts force choking everybody. I, I'm, I'm really hopeful <laughs> that, that uh, the Rogue One scene. Like, just kind of uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you right now, Rogue One was going to go down as a trash movie for me. 90 seconds of Darth Vader just owning everybody, like a, a 90 seconds of him just going through and fucking everything up, just redeem that whole damn movie. Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was possible, but it, he did it. I have faith in Darth Vader and. The fact that Hayden Christensen bulked up to be in his suit and everything and play the role, I'm like, I'm pumped to see that. Like, see. Who's doing the voice? Uh, probably James Earl Jones, and they're going to use that AI to do it, but he'll be in the suit. Yeah, but they also have that other guy that does the voice on like some of the other lesser shows. But Matt, what score would you give? Give it an 8 out of 10. Outside of Reva, everything else, for the most part was flawless with the exception of killing off the Grand Inquisitor. Coming along well, the series are getting better, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. So overall, 8 out of 10, get Reva out of there. She's going to sacrifice herself. Watch. I got it a 7. I did like it. Like I said, I just had several issues. I know why they did it, but I don't agree with it. Come on, y'all. Y'all supposed to be better than this. <laughs> like, I'm disappointed. Parent looking at their child like, what the hell? Like, oh, you really wouldn't do this shit? <laughs> but... I'm on board. I'm definitely going to watch. And it definitely feels like Star Wars. Yeah, it did. Yes, it does. Ewan is definitely, like Jay said, there is no other Obi-Wan. I watched an interview with him, and he even kind of said it wasn't difficult other than the voice. He said he had to watch all the movies to kind of get the voice back because he said when he first did it, he sounded completely off. He said it was kind of funny, but it was like, oh, I can't show up to set like this. So just him doing the work to make sure that continuity and everything was there. And the fact that he's just a fantastic actor. DC, of course, fucked it up with what they did with him. But, you know, hey, that's neither here nor there. We don't discuss that, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Hayden being back is a good thing. Keeps repeatedly bringing up the fact that in uh, New Hope, when Obi-Wan invaded me, he says that last time we met, I was a student. This time I'm the master. And Beep said for years, everybody said, yo, they had to have crossed paths again at some point. And had another fight we never saw. And he was like, that's the whole thing in the series that he was hoping happens. And I'm like, yeah, more than likely, probably. Definitely excited to see where it goes. Just they need to fix a few things and get a couple people out of there because it's just not working. Yeah, I'll also put this at the seven. I would say this should have been the... Because this was... (laughs) Well, no, this was originally supposed to be a movie. Star Wars for like the foreseeable future movies. Mm. Like, this should have been that first post-trilogy. Like, it should have just been Obi-Wan, and that's what you got. You should not have gotten Rey and Finn. I would have accepted Star Wars much more. (laughs) Even in hindsight, 
I would have accepted it a lot more because it would it would have made sense continuity wise. Last time you saw Obi Wan, he would have been still at the top of his game, but then like what happened to him? And this is what you would have gotten, except for this BS Inquisitor. Kathleen Kennedy still does not need to be in charge of Star Wars. Like, I'm surprised she still has a job. The only thing that lost money was Solo, and that was only because she did a bunch of fucking reshoots. Episode that, 8 was... made more than Episode 7. You just can't fire, like, oh, we're getting rid of you because the fans don't like you. Of course. But she's supposed to. That's the problem. It's Star Wars. You're easily going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> you have one job. A Star Wars movie should never not make money. It is almost not possible. possible. She made a comment to the crowd about she realized she don't know what the fuck she's doing with it. Don't shut the hell up and leave it to Favreau and Filoni and do whatever they do and kind of stay out <laughs> the way. That was fan service. I don't know how many times I say it. I would literally say it to her face. I would say, I'm not shaking your hand. It's not nice to meet you at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking terrible. You suck at your job. I don't want to hear anything else. Cannot make me believe that you're qualified for this job. I don't know what dirt you got on everybody, but you are not the one. Fucking George Lucas said, gave her the guy the job. Like the most stock in Disney. When he made the deal, he said, hey, she's good. Um, no, but she did reiterate. There's no more Skywalker. She hammered that point home again. Keep talking that bullshit, but all of her new property, <laughs> that High Republic shit, is going nowhere. It's like she can try to come up with new shit all she wants, but in the end, she's gonna go right back to the old stuff. Because I mean, it's only so much you can do before you revisit what's already been done. All that brain power, all because first, no one trusts her because she's notorious for just firing fucking people. I thought Marvel was bad with just like the creative differences and shit and kicking directors out. But she was literally cutting people loose and then reshooting the whole fucking movie again. She did that with Solo. She did that with Rogue One. She did that with Episode Nine. Nine. There's supposed to be a Feige there who oversaws and looks at it and says, what the fuck are you doing? Why is Luke Skywalker drinking out of a goddamn flying cow's teeth? Why do we have all these mystery boxes? You need to film these stupid mystery boxes that the other idiot put in there. So they can wrap this thing up in a third movie. Like, he literally just said, fuck, I'm just going to trash all expectations. And I think that's probably why she liked it the most, because it did effectively said the past is shit. Don't look at it anymore. Now let's look at new stuff. We Snoke. Well, Snoke got cut in half. J.J. Abrams' his career is taking a, a shit turn. <laughs>